0: Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here as always with co-publisher Marcello Yaya. We have 40 pages in our paper this week packed with news. The lead story by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer is the result of, um, it's called, tax (laughs) revolts. People got their school tax bills in the mail. And residents of Gilderland who live in school districts other than the Gilderland district were upset by the increases in their taxes. The town has not done a full uh, revaluation since 2005. So um, things have gotten skewed in those 12 years. The state set an equalization rate that the town challenged. We had a front page story detailing that hearing, August 23rd. And now the chickens have come home to roost. The other front page story is about a forum that the sheriff, Craig Apple, held. And this is a picture of one of the tools he uses to teach kids in the back of a bus where yellow footsteps are followed from gateway drugs to methadone and opiates. And finally, if that's not solved, to a jail cell. Um, Many experts spoke about some rather surprising statistics. The number of deaths in Albany County has doubled from heroin overdoses. Our editorial features a courageous mother, Cheryl Nunemacher, who was sitting in the back of the auditorium during the forum and made such a strong comment about never having oxycodone in the house if you have kids that I talked to her at length and found out she has a son who was once, as she said, an angel, had a snowboarding accident that put him on painkillers to which he became addicted and is now in Albany County's jail. Um, As we talked to her, we understood that, while many of these programs, particularly the one sharp in the jail that helps um, rehab addicts, there's a lack of coordination and we are strongly advocating for that. For instance, she had a judge that sentenced her son who was living under a bridge to community service, not aware, perhaps, that there's a rehab program in the jail, which is what she preferred. We hope that people in this very difficult field continue their important work, but educate each other about what they're doing and communicate. Brian Hunt. The superintendent of the Boresville schools has been hearing a lot from people upset with their tax bills and he makes the point that school districts have no control over the state set rate nor over the town's assessment. And there's a list here where you can easily see Gilderdon residents had very large tax increases in these other school districts while the other residents of other towns had decreases or small increases. As we wrote in an editorial e- earlier, the whole statewide system needs to be fixed. But in the meantime, we hope Gilderland will do a revaluation, which will help its citizens. Dennis Barber, who heads the committee for the BKW Athletic Hall of Fame, is gearing up for the third class. And he says it's bigger than ever. That'll happen October 6th, and everyone's invited. The Helderberg Ambulance had 48 calls this month. And Mildred up reports they have a new driver. They're looking for more volunteers. Amy Bicorni wrote about a successful Discover the Hilltowns tour and featured a picture with Pat Lightbody showing how to cane. Fresh Air families get a thank you and encouragement to continue with hosting those inner city kids. Both the families that host as well as the kids are beneficiaries. Anita Clayton, the town clerk at Byrne, is running for re-election and letting people know about her thoughts. John Williams at the Old Men of the Mountain is um, talking about the breakfast this week, focusing on weather and memories of Hurricane, which was a tropical storm, Irene, by the time it reached here. We have a very um, in-depth letter from Joan McGrath, a business teacher at Gilderland High School, who was a social worker there has put together a program so the kids who go hungry over the weekend can take home food that they and their families can eat in their backpacks. More on that later. <laughs> we got two calls on Saturday from John Ostrowski who was moved to see um, fraternity members from Albany Kappa Sigma picking up roadside trash and he thinks fraternities don't get good publicity so he sent in a picture of them we also have a letter from sandra kisselbeck who wrote writes about the upcoming program for the historical society in Bern. and this speaker is going to be talking about um, preserving historic buildings and um Sandra writes about the White Sulphur Springs Resort that was torn down over the summer and says it brings to mind a question why some historic sites are saved while others are destroyed without a pimple of protest. We have a letter from James Gunn um, about the class size issue. Kindergarten parents at Altamont Elementary have wanted to add a class, and as we'll see later in the paper, Elizabeth reported on that, and they are indeed adding a kindergarten class in Altamont Elementary School. Mike Koff took wonderful pictures, and if you look online, you can see them in the brilliance of fall colors at the last weekend's Apple and Wine Festival, hosted by the Abruzzi's family in Altamont at the fairgrounds. There were... Plenty of fall time crafts and products, pumpkin painting, cars on display, wine tasting, and of course, apples. H. Rowe Schneider, who all along has been looking at shared services, after the governor's directive for each county in the state to come up with a plan, the plan has finally been approved. And she went to the meeting where that happened. She also took a picture of the LED street lights and burn, which all of the towns that we cover will now be moving to to conserve energy. She goes over in depth the eight proposals in the plan and lists each of the towns or municipalities that are participating in those and then did interviews with the hill towns and Elizabeth did in Gilderland and Sean did in New Scotland to see what services are going to be shared there. That includes a plan to... Um, have the bus garage work be done over at the department of public works building in new scotland rose also spoke to a new teacher at bkw michaela Carr is teaching agriculture and has a lot of fascinating ideas sean has a story on the recent town board meeting and we can see councilman Adam Greenberg and Supervisor Doug LaGrange getting pretty excited as they describe what zoning does. That was after a restaurant owner wanted a sign that isn't defined in the zoning law. Sean also did a profile of Robert Davies, an alternate, on the planning board who is uh, stepping up to a permanent for a semi-permanent position until a replacement, which might be himself, is found. Joanne Davies had stepped down. More on addiction. Um, These are the buses the sheriff used for tools. This is a doctor, Michael Daly, who thought outside the box, he said, because the box wasn't working and got together a group of physicians who show up on the scene rather than waiting for the patient to get to the emergency room when there's a drug overdose. We heard from other people on the front lines who work in counseling programs and work with Narcon um, to serve as an antidote to overdoses. There's Sheriff Apple talking with one of the um, attendees at the event. Um, Several politicians, County Executive McCoy, George Amador, the state senator, spoke about the stigma involved and urged people to get over that and get help. Turning the page. Rose has an in-depth look at the school capital project, which the board has voted to go forward with in a split vote. And it's going to be two different propositions: 15 million um, primarily for updating at the elementary school where classrooms are crowded and in need of some refurbishment as well as major systems like heating where a furnace had to be replaced without the state aid of 80% that comes with the rest of the project. The other 5 million, if it's passed, will upgrade the technology at the secondary school and there's a detailed look at the funding and how that would work since there had been some uh, skepticism about it. Basically, if 20 million dollars passes, 80 percent of that, all but four million, will be covered by the state. Two million will come from a savings account, and that will leave two million to be funded by a bond. Um, this is a story by Elizabeth, following on an arrest story she did, where um, Jonathan Cobb um, was. Arrested for rape in his home, and he is pleaded down to unlawful imprisonment. Other arrests as always in our blotter section. Community calendar, there's a lot going on, things to do in the fall. We come now to our special section, which is home, garden, and car. And this beautiful home pictured by Elizabeth belongs to Josh and Amy Martin of Altamont. And they designed it to be filled with light and objects that they love. And here they are with their dog and their daughter in front of a pantry door that Josh designed. They have a Buddha in their pantry. They made a fire pit out of stones they unearthed in a construction. And while the house looks like two stories, it's mostly one story with those windows shedding more light Um, I wrote a story about a new archaeological exhibit that will be um, hosted next year at the New York State Museum. I talked to the curator there who had just fascinating things to say, what we can tell about what people's homes were like by the artifacts that archaeologists have unearthed. And this applies to both the Dutch settlers and the native peoples, the Mohegan and the Mohawk. And the Dutch and the native peoples traded productively, and it's the one settlement that wasn't attacked by native peoples. Um, This is a story on Christopher Beckman, who told us he traveled the world, but decided there's no place like home. He was raised at the Apple Inn, which is a 1765 house where the town of Gilderland got started with its first town board meeting. And he traveled the world because he was on the U.S. ski team and is now a coach for the team and wanted to use an old barn. And he found one just five miles from his home and brought it there piece by piece, and he wrapped each piece in paper so it wouldn't get over-weathered by the sun. He he cleaned them all and got rid of all kinds of years of buildup. And then one day, with the help of this company, um, with a crane, raised the barn four different sides, it's in place, and he says it can take a lifetime for him, particularly Our final uh, story in this section is by Sean Mulcairin and he has taken a fascinating look at electric vehicles and the funding that right now is making them affordable, but what might happen when that funding goes away, this is a Tesla, and he focused on that because they are, of all the companies making electric vehicles, um, dominating the market and changing the way it's being marketed. Um, Here is a Tesla at a new charging station in Colony Center, and there's another new one in Crossgates Mall in Gilderland as well. A new store is opened at Hamilton Square, and... This is the owner displaying some of her lovely and exciting wares from around the world. James Connolly has been named a new administrator at the Grand, the Nursing and Rehabilitation Home in Gilderland Center. Altamont Elementary School is indeed, as we said, going to get a new kindergarten section. Pine Bush will not get a new third grade section. There was some doubt there from parents about the need for that. Um, Elizabeth has also done a story, um, starting with a letter we got from Joan McGrath, pictured here with social worker Heidi Cutler, filling backpacks for kids that need the food over the weekend, and they've combined it with the school's school to work program, where those kids help with um, sorting and packing the food and are happy to do it, um, McGrath says. Elizabeth looked further and found that each of the school districts we cover, um, the Northeast Food Bank is, Regional Food Bank, is providing for 16 children, um, 15 children at Borisville, 15 at Burn Knox Westerlow, 15 at Gilderland, and there are some other programs as well. There's a real need in our area that often goes unnoticed and we urge people to contribute to this worthwhile program. Michael Koff went on the Helderberg tour and took a great picture (laughs) of an eight-year-old patting the lambs at the Two Rock Ranch, and we interviewed for our podcast, and you can hear it probably starting tonight on our website, the farmer Emily Vincent talking about how she came from California with her sheep because New York beckoned her as a good place for farmers. We have Keith Armstrong with one of the chairs that he has made himself, often out of lumber from his own land. And we have one of our favorite people, John Williams, who writes The Old Men in the Mountain column and is also an artist, working right from a photograph you can see here, and that was part of the Helderberg tour. Mike Seinberg, who's married to the Gilderland Elementary School librarian, took some lovely pictures at their opening ice cream social that starts off the school year and was a lot of fun. Our libraries are back in full swing with lots of programs. One a particular note is the HelderCon, which is a Comic-Con being held for the first time. Um, sponsored by the Byrne Library and Mr. Mike will be performing magic there. We have an engagement announcement from Michael Hamilton and Nicole Fattato and we wish them a happily ever after. International journalists again have been selected to work at the Cary Institute on fascinating long form projects. The Gilderland police are going to get body and car cameras. That was approved, $77,000. And the police chief, Carol Lawler, says it will be useful for both the cops and the citizens. Gilderhaven has a lot going on this autumn. And Brian Barr, who we've certainly written about over the years, was recognized for a lifetime of his social work. We congratulate him. We have uh, two obituaries this week. Howard Bolsters was written by his daughter, Barbara Husick, and it's a lovely tribute. And she was most proud of her father's mechanical abilities. Way back in her childhood, he built a snowblower. Here he is on a lawnmower that he built. Um, And we also have an obituary on Jeffrey Lounsbury, who his family described as always willing to help others. Turn the page to our classified ads, followed by our um, senior news. And for the second time, the Grand and Gilderland Center will be having an Olympic style event. We have lots going on both in the Hilltowns and Gilderland. And after we get through our classified pages, we end with sports. Small game hunting season has stopped. These are the golfers from Burn Knox Westerlow, and they're having kind of a rough start year on the links but we certainly enjoyed seeing their pictures and here we have the Voorheesville cross-country team and these two first place finishers are literally flying. Voorheesville won both the boys and girls division and this petite girl whose name is Mariam Sa- Sa- I hope that's right. It's a name we should learn because I think she's going to go far. She's in 7th grade. You can see how small she is compared to her teammates. And she the girls started behind the boys and she passed many of them on her run. So we say congratulations and have some fun.